It's crucial for us to comment on the matters that are currently going on in the world. We are a platform that is enriched by black music, heritage and culture. What is currently going on in the world, unfortunately, isn't a one-time occurrence. It's happening every day, all over the world. It's been happening every day, all over the world. But unless all of us around the world collectively stand together, it will continue to happen. We want to use our platform to continue to shine the light on some of the brightest and best black talents, celebrate their successes, but also understand their pain and offer our unwavering support and love. We have to educate our peers, correct people on their ignorances and continue to make it clear that black lives matter. We must continue having these conversations. On our Twitter, we'll be sharing some resources that can help educate and inform you on this crisis. Please join with us and continue fighting this fight. Stay safe and love for the love. Hello and welcome to Safe and Sound, the music podcast that discusses anything and everything within the music industry. Uh, thanks for joining us for another mini episode of Pass the Orcs, where we set the scene and then we set the vibe. We'll both select three tracks that we think will ban in that exact moment. Exact moment? That's not even a word, is it? <laughs> Just an exact moment. Um, and yeah, we'll both come with three tracks we think will bang in that moment. So the vibe is today, catching feelings, not flights. Now, if like me, you're a proud member of the Catch and Flights Not Feeling community, lockdown will have hit Monday. you extremely hard. I am suffering in this in this life right now. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm even, I think I'm probably Catch Feelings Not Flights. So I feel like I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm slyly in my bag on this uh, on this episode. And <laughs> the boys the boys mock me and call me Feelings Trotman. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a Stormzy, Stormzy lyric which goes, um, they catch feelings, I catch bodies. And um, me and my brother, before we went to Magaluf, oy, um, were, Perfect. yeah, Ty was, Ty was um, I was catch feelings, he was catch bodies. So. <laughs> Just airing it out. It, it bees like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas me, like, getting in, in touch with my softer side is anyone who's my friend can test the fact that I'm kind of like ice queen. Mm-hmm. And we said this on a few episodes before, like, I think even the last one, we're like, oh, wow, you're getting a bit softer. Quarantine is killing the ice queen. Listen, it, it's getting a bit peak. So the long, like I said, the longer I'm in lockdown, maybe the softer I am getting. So I really try to dig deep into my <laughs> dark soul for this one. <laughs> but we see how it goes. I'm hoping that your, you know, your predisposition to being a lover boy is going to help out here because I, I think I've picked a few few little nice ones. I've I've got a thirty I've got a thirty winner, and then I've got a cheese I've got a cheesy one which I think <laughs> which I think is just gonna which is gonna fumble me but show what fuck it and then um yeah I've I've just in this decision in this moment come decided which three I'm choosing I think yeah. I think one of mine's gonna go down to an honourable um but yeah this whole vibe is catch feelings not 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 flights yeah and it's, it's just all about that time that you you realize that you're starting to fall for someone we've all been there it's a great feeling and there are some amazing songs out there that really know how to to capture that feeling perfectly so hopefully we've picked some songs that do just that and ah. on that note over to you taylor fuck i knew <laughs> that i was gonna choose the first but the first one right <laughs> I'm going to go with my heavy hitter, God. just in case you choose it. 
um, I think it is literally the ultimate R&B feel song. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I was actually like analysing the lyrics of it, and I was thinking, and I was going, "So you know what? This is actually the one for the catch feelings, not flights." Um, it's "Into You" by Fabulous and Tamia. Yeah, that is an absolute shout. <laughs> Right, so um, I just think it's in its genre absolutely unmatched. Like, there's a there's a whole vibe, just the production of it. Um, it's just such like a summery, light sort of breezy sort of production. Um, the and the best thing about it, which I think which is so perfect for the catching feelings, not flights, is the fact that it's going like, I'm into you. I'm not in love with you, but I'm into you. Like, I'm into this. Yeah. This is. This is the one for me where I'm just sort of going like, I like you because like my winter's been wonderful, my summer's been special. Um, you cook steak and all that sort of stuff. Like it's just like it's just like proper like, like a, the small um, things in life that just yeah, add, it's, add and tally up. It's it's it's, it's just like a, it's such like a man them point of view of just being a bit like even though the the chorus is um, from a from a female singer. Um, I feel like the the explanation of just being a bit like I'm into you. It's just so non-committal, but so full of meaning at the same time. Um, yeah. And yeah, apart from I say that there's bars about um, how would you like if your name had Jackson on the end as well. But um, <laughs> it was a bit it was a bit committal to say, to say that you're about. Sorry, it's it's one hundred percent a timeless song. I think if you could drop it in any setting. And it will get like a few nods and like a few sways. Do you know what I mean? It just—it's just one of them songs which just has like in my heart. Just it just makes me feel so warm. Mm. And for me, I always feel like whenever I get a sweet one, that is the sort of vibe which I sort vibe. of just want to be like. Because the thing is that I catch feelings, but I'm so like anti anti commitment. Like I just get so scared by it. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like for me, I'm just like I'm gonna be like. That just be me put my guard up. Perpetual, <laughs> yeah, just be like perpetual situationship. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, I'm like, I'm into you. I can't say I love you, but I'm into you. Here, listen to We've this been song. We've chatting for five years, Taylor. <laughs> How do you feel about me? I'm into you. I'm into you. That's all I. I refuse I like to say. You're breaking up, Taylor. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've seen the video of how Mo the Comedian froze on live to Michael Dapper. Like, no, I don't think I have, actually. Uh, honestly, I have to send you afterwards. But basically, like, they went on live together and Mo the Comedian was, like, trying to tell a story, but he was, like, pretending to freeze. He's going, I'm going to, ah. And then Michael's <laughs> going, like, bro, you're, you're breaking up, you're breaking up. And then he clocks it, like, you little shit. And then literally <laughs> everyone in the corner is going, like, no, <laughs> that's going to be you on FaceTime. So Taylor, what are we? Well, I think, you know, I'm really enjoying your... And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your signal's really shit. <laughs> the worst part is, is like, if you've got like, the telly on in the background and you'll see like the reflection in your eyes move from the telly and it's like, yeah, I'm frozen at all, you little shit. <laughs> You're lying. You're <laughs> lying. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Actually, so is. Um, yeah, that's, um, Joe, I feel like I've, I've won this. I'm going to sign off today, um, just with that choice. And I feel like, bang, I'll let you have a, I'll let you have a bat, but I just don't think you're coming up with it. Yeah. Okay. I will be 100 percent real with you. I don't think my choice, like, is on par with your one, like, Fair. as a whole. But this one for me, like, I just think 
but I've gone right quite deep and I've gone for a ballad. How, how have you actually approached the... Oh, yeah, sure. So, with me, like, I've I've gone at it from a lens of, like, how I know my feelings progress mm. in a situation with someone where I will be so indifferent to them for the yeah. longest time. Like, I'm, it's not even like I'm into you. I'm just kind of like, oh, they're okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, a switch will flick and then I'll be obsessed. I just hit the switch. (laughs) That's literally me. And so like that kind of sudden realisation, like, oh my goodness, I really, really like this person. Rah, rah, rah. I see a future with them. And then all the kind of excitement, but then also the flip side to that, the anxieties of that feeling. So Mm. what I've kind of done with this particular song choice is, you know, the flip side to that feeling where, you're kind of apprehensive about where it can go and whether this person is the right connection for you. Cause that's definitely yeah. how I feel in those situations. Like, yeah, cool. I can bask in my excitement, but then my anxieties will kind of dip in and out. Like, Hey, remember me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's the vibe I've gone for this particular song choice. So for me, like, I think as well with like just the general, um, I don't know if you've seen like T.I., not T.I., Swizz Beats and Timberland. They've been doing their whole verses mm. um, battles and whatnot. And it's really got got me into like my bag of like old, like old school tunes that are like really like big in America, like mm. typically like the 80s and 90s. And just songs that I kind of, I know of, but I've forgotten about. And you forget how, how well written and produced they are. Yeah. Um, and kind of the offshoots of those songs then provide newer artists. I think this song's been sampled so many times. But the song I've gone for is Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. I'm going to have to go listen to that. I don't think I actually know that. One second. But yeah, that's the... Do you recognise it? Not going to lie. No. (laughs) I think Joe is. There's a singer called Kate Michelle, and she. Oh uh, yeah. Heard so I've that? heard of her. All right. No, so I've heard. She sampled "Song Cry" on one of her songs, but that's all yeah. that one. So she also um, sampled "Can You Stand the Rain," but she made it like sexual. It's just like, "Can you make it rain?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh, okay, love." No, nah, but this song, like, I don't know. For for me, what. I really love about it is so it's written by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis who you know after like I've been absolutely rinsing this song on Spotify this week I then realized that they have their own dedicated Spotify playlist to songs they've written and produced mm. and they are absolutely phenomenal talents like for example yeah they've written like a bunch of Janet Jackson songs including like That's the Way Love Goes Anytime Any Place they've written wow. Scream um, with Michael Jackson, well, Jackson. Oh, fucking huge tune. Right. They've written songs for Usher, Mary J. Blige, produced Against All Oz by Mariah Carey, songs for Boys to Men, Human League. So they're like big boys in this songwriting mm. producing business. And I think it's a real talent to have simple lyrics in a song that perfectly articulate a feeling so well and then yep on the artist's behalf, they're able to deliver it with soul and passion in the way that New Edition are. 
and some of my favorite songs like when you actually look at the lyrics they're actually not that like poetic but that's kind of what I like about this song it is so simple like that feeling of we get on so well and when things are great we're good but can you stand the rain like can you weather the storm with me yeah Uh, and just wanting to know if that person will stick by your side and be your companion through hardship and that's kind of how I view not that my life's that deep in it, but like oh, I'm gonna say, whoa, <laughs> getting but, that uh, GCC anthology out again. <laughs> listen, this is like if, I, if all jokes aside, <laughs> if anyone's into astrology, yeah, that's my Venus in Scorpio coming out. But like, it's one of honestly those... for a for a second. Then I thought you'd be like, if anyone's interested, <laughs> I'm single. I thought, honestly, I thought that was coming. I was like, I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. But listen, it's I think it's just a perfect like 80s ballad like by an r&b artist and just the off if you if you go on wikipedia yeah and like you google the song and then you see who sampled it i think even usher might have at one point just it's got 136 million views on on youtube and i have never heard it yeah i I think that's gonna be a bit really bad do you know when we first started the podcast and like we were talking about our variety and taste yeah. i think i think i'm probably out of the two of us i'm probably the one that has like the most expansive like not like i think you go deep into like genres okay. and <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just saying, I'm like i'm breadth in your depth do you know what i mean oh i like that breadth and depth <laughs> bang 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 new, new, new podcast name <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like, i think that's probably where i come in and i think that kind of shows in some of our song choices as well. Like I'll have like, yeah. no, but do you know what I mean? Like I'll have. No, I'm, I'm just laughing because it's like, what I'm going to come back to this song with, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Oh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, that's my first choice. And anyone who's into old 80s R&B vibes, then that's your thing. But I do think Into You is probably the winner in this situation for most people. Hands down. Uh, it's like, this feels like a bit like the um, NS 10 v 10, where Richard Blackwood came with, um, Ray Black and was just come back with just absolute, just the deadest, the deadest 80s tunes. And then Ray Black was no, actually killing it. How many views? How many million did you say? That's not a dead tune. Like he was actually coming up, up obscure. <laughs> not a dead tune, not a dead tune, but not a dead tune. Oh. He, he was generally coming up with like some very obscure tunes. I'm just like, yeah. bro, like play to the crowd. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that was funny though. That was a very funny episode. It's a good clash, yeah. Ray Black yeah. absolutely killed it with that one. If you um, obviously, sorry, just to interject there. Obviously, we've spoken about NS Ten v Ten loads. If you go on Spotify and also their website, you can listen back to the episodes we mentioned. If you're interested in doing that, because it's well worth a listen. The Ian Wright one with Julie Adenuga is fucking jokes. Unreal, unreal. Yeah, we were so we were both watching. We were both listening to it both at the same time. Just text each other, be like, "They did not just say that." Ah, just <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> it is proper good vibes man like you'll you'll definitely be creasing if you if you listen to it so please do check it out but then, and also just makes twitter so enjoyable so enjoyable the, like you know do you remember it, it feels like you know i, I feel about to say this, but you know like, like something like, was back in the day like love island was on tv oh, Every, love island. everyone's tweeting on it and like coming up with comments be like what the fuck and, and all these memes it's literally the exact same vibe like it's been the most perfect thing through quarantine there's um, actually no better social media platform than twitter in those situations like i generally have like cried tears at some of the things people have been posting like so well, i mean sad. this this whole episode 
was inspired by the tweet which we put on our story and we'll put up again uh, being like how's all the catch flights not fi- uh, catch flights not feeling crew doing so it just goes to show yeah. like how and important also, it is. just as a complete side point yeah all these like meme pages just jack their content from twitter like uh, everything yeah. gets jack from twitter you know when pe- you know people send you memes and you just slightly want to be like i saw that like two weeks ago as well it's probably the only social media i'd never delete even though yeah. I fully have a burner account, like I'm not I, even. I do get, I get yeah. very conflicted. I get very conflicted with it because it's so intense sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's intense. It's like intense, like emotion. Like it's so funny, or it's so powerful, or it's so X Y Z that I get so conflicted with it because it also I know it's really bad. It is one of my only main news sources as well, like where I get all the news from. Um, so that's why I get conflicted. Yeah. Um, 100%. But yeah, go back to my second choice. I'm going to feed you a fucking cheese sandwich this episode. Um, <laughs> Double stack. Yeah, this is a che- this is che- cheese to the to the max. Um I can't believe I'm making this one of my choices, but we move. Um my next choice is Falling in You by Shawn Mendes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, the only Shawn Mendes song I know is Treat You Better. <laughs> yeah, go go listen to it. Go listen to it. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold what I say until like you come back. <laughs> right. So the reason I chose this song. <laughs> in, case, in case you're listening, yeah, I've just listened to the song and I'm smirking on Facetime. <laughs> <laughs> So the reason I've chosen this song, um, I going back to similar to what you said um, about your sort of, you like really simple lyrics and um, stuff like that. I I I think I did it in my um, uh, previous, one of the previous past Yorks with the Jazz Karras tune. Um, I really love when um, lyrics can evoke imagery and I, when I, just my natural way when I listen to music, I just naturally think about like music videos and how I think it visually would stand and stuff like that. Um, and again, this visual, like the start, the start of the song, which is like, um, is about like waking up after, like with the person that you sort of uh, catch your fears for, like on your chest and flood the room, sort of flooded with like beautiful sunlight and all this sort of this creates this beautiful visual. Um, it's like the really romantic thing, and it's just that sort of moment where you just go like, oh yeah, this is this is the moment where I'm starting to fall in love and all that sort of stuff. Um, I know it's like super cheesy, um, but it's just, and I know the thing is that Shawn Mendes is one of them artists. He's so interchangeable, like uh, he's so interchangeable with like Charlie Poof. Like I think they sound exactly the same. Um, but Shawn, like, Shawn Mendes has got a few bangers. I know you said before, like he doesn't have any tunes, but he's got one called like In My Blood and he did that Senorita song with Camila Cabello. Um, but yeah, I just think this, for my cheesy choice, this is the one which I really like. Right, so <laughs> I, I fully agree with its ability to, you know, invoke imagery. I, I stand behind that opinion. I think it's <laughs> right. Now, when I was listening to it, yeah, all I seen- <laughs> I could see your face. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no. Do you know what I did? I was thinking this is an Ed Sheeran song wrapped in a Shawn Mendes's voice. 
<gasps> Never. No? Guess, who, guess who is one of the guess who's one of the credited songwriters? Ed Sheeran. Ed no. Sheeran. Listen, listen back to the song, yeah. That is Tell me now yeah. that's the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's you've ruined this song for me forever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Do your research, Taylor. Do your research. I was just thinking, this this sounds like our friend Ed. And I literally did a little right click on my Mac, written by Ed. There's like several people on the tuning kinship, Sean Mendes, who's written it. But the first credited writer, Ed Sheeran. Oh, fuming. So I was That's just thinking, step. where's the step. consistency, babes? I thought I thought you well, were. No. Right, so. So my whole argument with Ed Sheeran anyway has been a lot. Is that <laughs> I have made a point that I do actually like some of his music. It's just the fact that he's so oversaturated and he's just put everywhere and you can't avoid him. Even in Shawn Mendes songs now. <laughs> that's, I, I, I haven't really teased him, but it made me, that's why I was proper smiling on the face because like, I can't wait to drop this bomb. Oh, that's hey, an hey. L straight away. <laughs> but I mean, you know what? Uh, well done, Ed Sheeran, for making a song. Are, are, like. are you an Ed Sheeran stand now? <laughs> no, it never will be. But I appreciate his talents, and thank you for creating such a beautiful for a beautiful song, as with, like you did with Justin Bieber, "Love Yourself." Two of the finest pieces of pop guitar music made in the last <laughs> decade. So, yeah, if you ever oh, listen, fucking, oh, that is. Oh, that's an L straight around. You could you could come back you could come back with like fucking the Spice Girls or something like that now. To become oh, one. To become one and I would I'd have to say the L. You yeah. could you could come back with fucking Bob the Builder or something like that. <laughs> there's no way I'm coming out of this one. That is jokes. Alright, so I'm actually gonna go for quite like an unknown tune for this one. I think because I'm trying to match your vibe. So the one I've gone for is by an artist called Queen Niger and the song's Butterflies Part 2. So, mm. do you know the song? I know that... Right, so I, I've seen it on playlists and stuff like that, and I think once I've heard it, I would have heard it. Yeah. Go, let's go, let's go, go, go back and listen to it. Yeah. So... With this song, I think she's quite an interesting artist anyway. I th- you know, I think between me and you, we're quite interested in artists that don't have the typical, like, career trajectory mm. and, like, come mm. at things from a different angle that's not the traditional one. So, as I was doing a bit of research on her, because I've seen, like you, I've seen her on a few playlists and I'm like, where she come from? Um, she initially auditioned twice for American Idol and at one point she reached, like, the Hollywood round before you get to, like, the final 30 yeah. like back in 2014 times and then following that she ended up embarking on like a youtube career at with her then husband and then they kind of split and then she just took off with her own channel and so like a lot of her i guess fan base originate from her youtube which i think is really interesting like yeah. she's got tried to go through that talent show route gone to youtube and then without even being signed like one of her first songs charted and even like this uh, butterfly song, it's gone platinum. Yeah. So I think that's like I think that's just a, a really interesting like case study anyway in terms of career path and tra- trajectory even. Um, but like we've said throughout all of these songs, just having like simple lyrics that really encapsulate a feeling and the the bar that's like I want to have your last name. Yeah, like, it's lovely. 
I just I there's something so simple about that line that you know you're you're already thinking into the future with this person and I just I just there's just something so romantic about it and also I think um there's something really soothing about her voice and like yeah, very she's got, it's got a lot of like Janae Aiko vibes not yeah. and like and like Kiana Lede and stuff like that um mm-hmm. just and the I, vibe that we love anyway yeah and the the song is kind of about two people who've both come out of toxic relationships and both feeling um like falling in love again was like a, a scary thing but these two people were able to find each other and do just that and it's like it's beautiful and it's a safe place do you know what i mean and i think mm. i think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't view past relationships in that way and so it yeah. always feels like quite a hopeful song as well um so i don't know i just i just think it's like a really it's like we've said, i think we said it before for some other songs but it's like a really pretty song yeah and, and that's oh, how... as i as i seem to call songs lovely lovely <laughs> it's lovely, lovely. Very pretty. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my second choice. Yeah, that's strong. That's um, it's a strong remedy to the um, sore moments of finding out Ed Sheeran wrote one of my choices. <laughs> strong remedy. Let's see what you Ooh. come back with. Come on, come on. You're, okay. you're not on the ropes yet. Come on. So, <laughs> um, I'm so fucking annoyed I chose that song now. I wish I'd just put it in the bag. Just put it in my honourables. <laughs> put it in my So... My next one, so I basically tackled um, the sort of brief, very similar to you. Like I tried to do songs that sort of encapsulate that sort of feeling in a moment when um, you're sort of like catch, when you're like obviously just catching these sort of feels um, rather than rather than like being in love. So I did the, I did my next song, I think it's one of her most underrated songs. Um, and I just don't know why it just doesn't get the hype it deserves, but is Teenage Love Affair by Alicia Keys. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> so um, the whole lyrics and also, again, the production, everything like that, it evokes the same reaction. Like um, there's a bit where it goes from the bridge to the chorus and it goes... Well, I won't sing it for you guys. You can <laughs> that was a beautiful but, rendition. Thank you. Um, I just think that feels like the sort of your heart beating and beating and beating and beating until you get somewhere where you're like, fuck, I love it. And then it's that nothing really. And then you're just like, you just feel free. And that, that sort of moment of just like mm. falling. Um, so I just even just think how the song's constructed for me just creates the whole feeling of the anticipation you're building, you're building the excitement, excitement, and then you just fall in love sort of thing. You are, you are um, selling this to me, I have to say. Thank you. <laughs> um, the, the lyrics obviously I talk about like a teenage love affair but it's the it's the idea that that can then be translated to any sort of stage in life it's talk about how the love this love that you're feeling sort of feels a bit rebellious and it feels like should you shouldn't be doing it you want to sort of stay out all night and you want to be sneaking back into your back into your home and it gives you that butterflies and the excitement that feeling um and the sort of the, the sort of dates which you go on which you just want to last all day and all night um and also, your first love, whenever you're a teenager, is also one of them feelings which you just can't ever, not not ever repeat, but you can't ever repeat them feelings again. Mm. Um, and it's sort of talked about how any love which they're sort of getting into um, feels the same like that. And mm. I just think, yeah, I just think it's one of our underrated songs. 
Um, I just think it's perfect for catching catching feels. Yeah. In every sense of the word. I, I think Alicia Keys is one of those artists that just has such a strong catalogue that, like, even say, I don't it just her so, like even like her best songs like they they really are so like you said just the production the structure of the mm. songs everything like it, it, you can tell like a lot of time and thought was spent yeah. on even like, the tiniest details and that's what i really like about her yeah i mean yeah. i love i love alicia keys especially i'm a bit of a bait fan in the sense of like obviously i love the songs like um if i ain't got you falling um and all her sort of bigger commercially successful songs but I think um I think that was uh Teenage Love Affair was from As I Am which mm. was a third fourth album I think there's a lot of songs on there which um didn't get as didn't get as much clout as the other stuff and I think obviously this is a bit more up tempo in a way compared to her sort of really popular ballads but um yeah I just think it's I just think it's really good I think it fits perfectly for the catching fl- feelings and that's flights no, I hear that. I think that's a strong choice. And it's funny, yeah, because my final um, choice is definitely going with that same teenage love affair vibe. So I really wanted to go for like a throwback to teenage years for me. And like what is I. Is it end ups? No, but <laughs> that could be closely related to end ups. Funnily enough, it's a very Channel U vibe. So. The reason I've gone for this, and as I've mentioned before, I love it when artists are able to show a softer, more romantic side, particularly if that's not the music they're typically producing and associated with. And I also think this song um, just kind of set a precedent for for men being able to do this within this genre. And also, it's one of the most fucking legendary instrumentals, yeah, in the UK scene. And it was produced by Flukes, a.k.a. the founder of Crazy Cousins, a.k.a. the guy who um, made Do You Mind by Kyla and Go. Oh, a tune. So, <laughs> would you know, we've got heavyweights on this. Okay, so the song is Wifey by Tiny Temper. Oh, <laughs> Wifey with it. <laughs> Ooh, child. I just, I just want to go back and listen to it again. Just, yeah, true just my, Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Hard, 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 hard. So, oh. as, whew, as I said, like this is a quintessential channel use song. It's one of, it's a song that for Tiny Temper really paved the way for his success and also paved the way for like a lot of artists to produce songs that, you know, they're able to like talk about their feelings about women in quite like a positive way and like mm. not in like an, a way that's objectifying women as is often done and I just love that feeling of like you know realizing a girl is the one for you and one of the, the lines I really love in this song yeah because it mentions one of my favorite I say probably in like at least my top 15 songs of all time he says this chick is like my night night and you know how Kano spoke about her night night mm. by Kano is literally like one of my favorite songs ever and like if you listen to night night it's just like when you're I think as well, like for guys being vulnerable and open up that side to yourself is quite an uncomfortable feeling. And then just trying to find comfort and yeah, I think just finding comfort and confidence 
in finally like open opening up to a woman and embracing all that that brings and I think yeah like Tiny Tim is able able to do that in a way that's not corny and I think just the instrumental now like as like even when we just mate I remember so many of them like wifey rhythm challenges and stuff like that like there's unreal just iconic and also um as I was just like googling the song and whatnot um I came across an article on Medium by um, a lady named Rahel Akhlilu. I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but she wrote an article called an O to Wifey Rhythm and kind of how this spurred on like a bunch of other like sort of Wifey Rhythm-esque yeah. tunes. And that's, it's quite an interesting read. And I, I just think, like I said, it helped to define a genre. It's, it's a song that defined my teen years and just my taste in music generally and it's just it's just a fucking iconic song that's all i can say yeah you've that, that is such a good shout that's such a good tune <laughs> Thanks, really, I've, I've not really got much else to say that is really good i think apart from <laughs> apart from my blip on uh sean mendes and your blip on the first round i feel that's very strong choices yeah very oh yeah wifey rhythm that wouldn't even that wouldn't even come into my that wouldn't even come into my I wouldn't have even thought about even looking in that pool for I sort of was gonna go like really like old school R and B but then I was just trying to <clears throat> mix it up a little bit. Um, what uh, were some of your honourables? Just out of so, <laughs> funny enough, like when I was on my little throwback vibe, I was like, there were so many songs yet back from like like MySpace days that were actually so good. That I think I've forgotten about. Do you know what I mean? Like even like a drop in the yeah. ocean by Ron Pope, banger. Um, but the one that I just remember, even even on like Bebo, like this is how throwback the song is. Um, it's Bubbly by Colby Callat. I don't know how you say her name. Yeah. Her name. But obviously I think the song talks about like it starts in my toes, makes me cream to my nose. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And what I like about that song is it actually talks about the physical feeling of falling because obviously like it's an emotional thing but the actual physical feeling of like that warmth and like just that golden feeling mm. that you feel when you're starting to like someone so I went for that one but I thought like it, it was it's was like a cute song but it's not like a top three inclusion yeah. and then I included um I don't think you know this one is quite like an obscure one but there's a song called Blessings by Alistair Mark and it's like a very summery tune very light-hearted um, and it's just saying like I can see in your eyes that you're a blessing in disguise like Aww. really cute and I when I was on holiday last year over my birthday literally played it all the time like it just felt like such a really nice summery tune yeah um, and then I also <laughs> I went a bit weird um, and I went I don't even really know this is like a falling type of song but I, but just because I really love this song yet, yeah, and I love the film A Star Is Born, I included Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, um, just because, like, I actually love off that song. I just think it's, mm. I think it's, it's quite an intense song. And then also, just I don't even, I'm so shit with like name pronunciation, yeah. But I included I Want You Around by Snow Allegra, as well. Oh, what a tune. I think it's now yeah, first, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, my ones are pretty, like, weird off of that as well. Not weird. I've got one which is called Plot Twist by Marky Bassey, um, and that song's, like, one of the ones, uh, the, the lyrical content of it, again, 
um, it's sort of saying like li- literal plot twist, like how you didn't expect this thing to become what it is. Um, mm. It's got quite a Khalid, um, similar production style to like Khalid, um, not DJ Khalid, Khalid the. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that sort of vibe. <laughs> um, and it just sort of it's just quite a nice song. I think it reminds me of like because I only heard it last summer. It was released in 2017, but I only heard it last year. Um, it just reminds me of like quite good days there. So I think that's probably just a personal attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, can't I, like I can't we can't not include "Booed Up" by LMA. I think in the <laughs> thing, just for the feelings. So deep <laughs> in my feelings, because. Um, that is just that is the whole song about catching feels, um, and yeah, it just sort of like when she like just throws all these superlatives out of being like, like I think I'm in love and all that sort of stuff. Like that is literally such me energy. I'll go on one date with someone <laughs> and I'll be like, raw. So we're getting married. Um, I think I could introduce them to my family in about three months' time, and then I, just, <laughs> I get so carried away with myself. So um, that is that is my vibe of song. Um, another like lesser known maybe i know that you'd have heard it is chocolate by kiana the day and ari lennox um just again it's just that the sort of talking about how they that person they're they're into is like just like chocolate and they just sort of need it and crave it and fantasize about it and it's got quite a sensual sexy sexy little like baseline to it mm. um and then my final one which i don't know if it was actually applicable but i think it is is um you rock my world by mj um okay that's an it's got that sort of like funky um like you've just come back from a date and you're like you're like <laughs> yeah and it just got that really like sort of peppy like excited just sort of feeling about it um so that was my last one but it was I, I, I couldn't I couldn't sell it enough to put it as my top yeah you know how you said like that wouldn't be one that I would like go for like it wouldn't even cross my mind that's how I feel about you rock my world but that's yeah. actually quite a good choice thinking about it mm, it was that was the one which i was toy. do you know what pisses me off i was toying between that and fucking sean mendes sean boy <laughs> fumbled the bag there bro. fumbled it <laughs> stupid, it stupid. Even that bad fumble yeah but it's just the fact that we are like we've just had so much banter about a cheering on here that it was just like oh my god it was literally like looking at a gold mine when i saw the song credits i was like boy F believe I am I am researching the history of every song I ever choose now and just making <laughs> sure that I I am coming prepared. You came for battle with that one. Um but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, same. I think like once we put all these songs into a little playlist, have a little glass of wine. There we go. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um as always, um thank you for sharing, listening um taking part on any of our insta polls um we will be putting up some polls to see who who you who you guys think have won this episode um in the week or so um but yeah as always so, so stay safe and love for the love <laughs>